0: Yes! Everybody should be that enthusiastic about the sermon. <laughs> is it over yet? No. Um, Today's All Saints, and All Saints is one of my favorite holidays in the church year. And it's, it's kind of overlooked in a lot of ways, because there's, it's actually part of a whole big three-day uh, feast of All Hallows' Eve, and All Saints, and, and All Faithful Departed Souls. All Souls, in short. And um, it's the one, you know, because in Christianity, Jesus calls us forward, right? We're always looking ahead. And in the life of the church, we're often thinking about what ministries we're going to do next. How are we going to reach out and, and introduce more people to Jesus? What's the future that lies ahead of us? But on all saints, it's the one day we sort of pause and we turn and we look back we remember those who have come before those those saints in every generation and not just the big capital S saints but all of the little saints who in their quiet ways made a difference in our lives because Thousands of years ago, Jesus gathered around him a group of friends and followers. There were the disciples, of course, and then then all of those others who were with them, the thousands who were fed and the 70 who were sent out and, and those who stood at the foot of the cross with his mother. And those people, when Jesus died, were surely heartbroken but in his resurrection, they were shown the power of God in the world. And they, they went on to share that experience with those that they met. And those people that they shared with went out and they shared it with others who shared it with even more until through an unbroken chain of relationships, someone shared it with you. And whether that was your Sunday school teacher 90 years ago or somebody you met last week. Someone tried to Im, um, imitate Christ in their lives and introduce Jesus to you. To, to show forth God's glory in the world. And today we, we celebrate that, that unbroken chain of relationship stretching back beyond two millennia. That circle of friends and the beloved that Jesus gathered around him until today we are all over the world. And we are called to remember them because, because we take, I hope, we take strength from from the ways that those that we loved and are, are no longer with us helped shape and shape or share their lives with us. All of us sort of go through seasons of life. We're like a tree, right? Like the leaves on the tree. We, we start as little buds and flowers and we, we break forth into glorious greenery that, that shades the earth. And then, like now, that time of year, we, we wither away and eventually fall to the ground. And no matter where we are in that cycle, whether we're fresh little buds or we're withering away and our season is coming to an end, we have all had a role to play in the life of the tree. And that tree is the church. It's the body of Christ. In all of us, generation after generation, we flower and we bud and we we reflect the glory of God and we fall away, but the tree, the tree survives. And that all of us have the opportunity to be the the leaves and the seeds falling to the ground and sharing that good news with Jesus so that that more trees might grow. All saints, you know, um, Isaac Newton said that if he saw further than others, it was because he had stood on the shoulders of giants. And our faith is kind of the same way. That we are able to do the things in ministry that we do to, to live out our Christian life. To show God in the world because of the work of so many others who came before. Our, our table today is, is filled with the saints of God. In, in picture and in, in symbol. In fact, um, on the left, the right hand side, my left, is, is my great grandfather's Bible. And it only comes out on this one day each year. It mostly lives in a plastic bag because it's well-worn. And I didn't really know my my great-grandfather, but my mother adored him. And he died years before I was born, but she told me all these stories. And so even though I never knew him, his life still impacted me. And I am shaped in some way by the way that he loved my mother. Now, what I don't have up there is my great-grandmother's cookbook. And I knew my great-grandmother, and I loved her. Grandma Corey was, was a wonderful, wonderful woman. And she got that cookbook when she got married, and it's a school notebook. And on the front of the notebook, there's a list of all the presidents. And the last one listed is Teddy Roosevelt. She got married, I think she got married in 1910. And, and Grandma Corey, she wrote out all these recipes by hand with a pencil and they're all like Mrs. Smith's you know recipe for this and Mrs. Abner's recipe for this and so on and so forth and and Grandma Corey was a, lived on a farm uh, in Indiana where I grew up and um, they had a wood stove and so uh, some of the, the the directions are things like you know make the oven real hot so they're not necessarily terribly useful also um, there's a lot of lard in some of those recipes but then my grandmother has gone through and she's and she's written in in her penmanship in her hand in ink and she's kind of updated some of the directions. She's put in some, some ingredients that you probably can't get so much anymore. I mean, my grandmother's you know, long gone as well. But she also put in like temperature directions and things like this. And I love looking at this cookbook because it's, it's full of like little grease spatters and, and stains of things so you can tell that it was well worn and well used. And, and I think that's a great metaphor for what the life of faith is like. To be honest with you, it's kind of a shabby looking thing, you know, because it's been used. It wasn't put up somewhere to be revered, but something that's taken down year after year, probably for a, a century, and used. And that's what our faith is supposed to be like. It's supposed to look a little worn around the edges. It's supposed to be maybe a little ragged and frayed because it's something that we're called to take out into the world and use. It's a tool for building the kingdom of God. And on all saints, this glorious day when we remember that unbroken chain of relationship and we remember our call to be the leaves that drop in the forest, the stewards of this great and wonderful gift, the church. We should also take from that courage and strength for whatever lies ahead. Because I can assure you that those disciples, when they first encountered Jesus, had no idea where that relationship would take them. And for some of them, it took them to a terrible end, but a glorious life. And so as we ponder that relationship we have with Jesus and remember those who shaped our lives and our faith, we may not know where that road will take us in the future but we can be assured as the beloved children of God that the promises of Christ's resurrection for us are true and that we can hold fast to them and so that no matter where the road may take us, we can be strong in the confidence that this life that we lead is not ended by mortal death, but that we will join again with all of those we have loved, the saints who have gone before in the glorious new age of Christ. Amen.